This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Saints Hour. Mike Hoss, along with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. And as we've talked about, unfortunately, this year before, these are challenging times uh, for the organization and for the fan base because nobody's really been here before. It's been a long, long time, 25 years uh, since three and seven. So, and Dennis talked about this yesterday. And I know you're going to agree. It's just, it's not the standard that the organization, the players, coaches, and everybody really has set and are used to, correct? Yeah, obviously um, we had higher expectations in terms of the record and we haven't met that. So yeah, absolutely. This is uh unfamiliar territory in some respects um and look discouraging in some areas uh but there are areas of encouragement as well that was the other thing is that we didn't you know didn't see it coming you know training camp and and everything with off season and again there's still seven games we're not, it's not like everything is over but it wasn't like some teams that are rebuilding and you're clearly in that mode. This was a training camp where I think there were a lot of high expectations and still, again, still can be. I'm not trying to write anything off. Well, we're fortunate in that uh, no one's run away with our division. So we do have, um, you know, we do have a division that we we, we are still in play for. So um, we have to keep that in mind. But, uh, yeah, I agree. Listen, we, we came into this season feeling like we had a, uh, um, a championship-level defense and that we had some things on offense that we could do, and and uh, and uh, that just you know I would say we haven't lived up to expectations in either area. Has part of the difficulty not necessarily of of the wins and losses, but just that the narrative has been somewhat similar when you just kind of look at the losses, and that's turnovers, uh, inability to get them, and third down, time of possession, get off the field. It just feels like. Now, the, the victories are completely different, but when it's a, the loss, the narrative seems similar. Yeah, I, I, look, I feel like uh, a couple things. Look, the turnover, we just can't ignore the turnover-takeaway ratio. We just can't ignore it. That, you know, that's the number one stat relative to winning and losing in football. And, and, and uh, 
you know, we've just not been very good. We haven't been very good at takeaways, and we haven't been uh, very good in terms of, of the number of times we've turned it over. Um, and it's not like one thing. It's you know, it's 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 um, uh, you know, it's an interception here. It's a deflection. It's it's uh, you know, unlucky uh, on you know maybe a fumble recovery. And so it, it's been a lot of different things. It's not just one thing, and and it's cost us. Um, it's cost us a chance to win a number of games and it's going to cost us. It's going to cost any team. If you're not, if you're not uh, producing takeaways and, and uh, limiting turnovers, then you're going to have difficulty winning games. And that's, that's where we're at. I would say, you know, the penalties, um, the penalties have hurt us and that, and, and more, that's more about the timeliness and um, where the penalties are occurring as opposed to just the volume. And it's frustrating from our standpoint. It's frustrating because you feel like there's some inconsistencies. Um, But, but look, a lot of these penalties are on us. Um, You know, we've got to do a better job in terms of of limiting that, and we and we just haven't done that. On the other side of the equation, look, we've done some really good things. You know, offensively and defensively at times, and and so um, we see flashes of, of the team we expected. And yet, it's just been too inconsistent to produce victories. And the penalties had been, from a numerical standpoint, had been lower the last few games. But if you just look at the Pittsburgh game, and as you talked about, it's not necessarily, I mean, it is kind of the volume, but it's more of what they impacted. So offensively, the penalties really put you in poor field position early, just just the offensive penalties. And the defensive penalties gave them six first downs and that led to long drives and time of possession and third down conversions and I mean it's, so it's it is volume but it, as you talked about it's it's kind of what those penalties allowed. Yeah, and, and look, I think that the 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 ones that are really difficult to swallow are penalties on third down when you've made a stop and you have a penalty, oftentimes completely away from the play, um, that give the other team a first down when you have them off the field. Um, you know that that that's happened too often uh, to us, and look, we can dispute some of the calls, but but some of them are right, uh, um, and that's an area that we we've, we've just got to be better in. Coach Allen talked about a sense of urgency, which is not like it's 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 week eleven and that's been around. It's, it, it's been around the camp, but what does that mean? What he talked about was you got to change the way you're doing things if you really want different results? Because if not, if you're just going to do the same thing and expect different results, I mean, is what, what does that mean to you uh, from an administration standpoint, like a sense of urgency and, and what this week means uh, from the players and coaches and the administration? Yeah, I, I think, look, I think it, it, it's about, you know, paying attention to details, uh, details in practice, practicing hard, playing hard. And, and really, look, I think our team has played hard. I think our effort level has been um, – has been more than good enough. We're not, you know, I don't see uh, players or coaches or anyone uh, uh, in our building who's quit and given up on the season. That's that's just not in the DNA of our building. Um, we need to get some players back in terms of injury. We just look. This has been, um, uh, you know, one of the one of the seasons where we've had where we've had a lot of injuries at key positions. Um, some of our core players that, that contributors have had had injuries and not been able to play and. And so we've got to, we've got to, you know, overcome that. Um, you know, it's one thing for next man up, but it's quite another thing when it's not the next man, but it's the man after that right. that needs to step up. And so, um, 
but that's that's the nature of our game you know that's the nature of our business and so we have to find ways to overcome that um and you do that through preparation uh, number one and then have an energy on game day and, and i do think our players have had energy on game day i think they've played hard uh, but we just got to keep you know we can't got to keep at it We'll talk more with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis after this timeout on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We are talking with Saints Executive and Vice President General Manager Mickey Loomis, the Saints and the Rams, Sunday at noon here in the Superdome. And, you know, no one expected 3-7 and seven and 3-6, and, and, and they've had their share of injuries. When you look at this game first of all i guess i want to talk about the defense from sunday and six sacks um you know that was impressive following it four sacks which was the high for the season in with vegas and then six which is your season high uh, against pittsburgh so as you talked about earlier there have been some positive things just not always happening at the same time getting the sacks was uh you know impact plays in games and you know, it's important to get those. It's important to put pressure on the quarterback, you know, on first and second down. I, I think that's an area that we haven't been as good this year as we've been in the past. Um, and then obviously, you know, when you when you get a lot of pressure on the quarterback, those turn into sacks. Um, I think, I think. look, I think a lot of the guys that have played in the back end, the corners that have had to step up and play have done a good job. Uh, so, I, you know, there are some bright spots, but um, they're just bright spots. They're not you know, putting it all together and turning that into uh, uh, wins. And that's what we need to be able to do. And we talked earlier about the turnover situation, and it was on full display last night. Philadelphia had only had three giveaways through eight games. They have four last night against Washington, whom they were 11-point favorites and, and, you know, suffer their first loss. I mean, it's it's not a Saints stat. It's a football stat. Right, yeah. That's, listen, that's um, – Again, I, as I mentioned before, it's the number one stat relative to winning and losing, and and um, we haven't been good in that area. Juwan Johnson's had a couple of touchdowns uh, the last couple of weeks. We had Dan Roshar on the Saints Coaches Show last night, and he talked about how he's become such a better blocker. He understands the game better. I mean, he's converted wide receiver to tight end. What are you seeing in his growth, and certainly on the field a lot more in 22 than he was in 21, as he does learn the game better? Yeah, you know, I think first of all, look, Juwan's a, a, a guy that embraced the move from wide receiver to tight end, and and you know, what comes with that is is really in some ways a different skill set. Um, you know, you have to be able to to block a lot more. You're blocking bigger people than you. Um, 
you, you know, you're running routes from a different spot area on the field. And so he's embraced all that and he's grown uh, over, over the last year and a half, two years. And I think we're seeing some of the, uh, the benefits of that. In a similar situation, clearly you'd rather have or you'd want Pete Warner out on the field along with Caden Ellis and, and Zach Bond. But with Pete out, it, it is an opportunity for other guys who, uh, you know, to, to show some of their significance on this team. Yeah, I, I think, look, you mentioned Caden, and, and he had to step in uh, while Pete's injured, and, and he did a really nice job. And it's good to see his growth over the last couple of years and to see him have uh, some success on the field, make some big plays for us. And, and look, that, that's going to bode well for us um, as, as time goes on. Um, and I think Zach Bond did a nice job, too, as well, you know, coming into the game and getting more snaps than he ordinarily would. When you look, and again, I know this team has, has never uh, relied on an excuse of injuries, and because every team has them, although quite frankly, there are a lot of teams that have, like I looked at Pittsburgh prior to the, to the game with you guys, and they had had really no change of an offensive starter because of injury all season. So it's not, they had some on defense, but it's not, it's not to the magnitude. And so my question really is not about how many, because you can have seven injuries, but they could be kind of scattered, but the injuries to the rooms, injuries to the wide receiver room, the offensive line room, the defensive secondary room. That's is that what's the hardest to overcome? Yeah, I, look, I think anytime you have um, multiple injuries to a, a, a specific position group, um, that becomes more difficult to overcome. It's it's you know, we, and look, we've had it three three different groups. We've had. You know, we've had the corner situation where, you know, there was games were playing corners four, five, and six. Um, that's difficult to overcome, you know, over a stretch. We've had the receiver position that you mentioned. Um, and, and look, part of that is, man, you're, you're counting on your quarterbacks and receivers to be on the same page. And, and you do that by playing game after game, practice after practice. And so when, when that gets interrupted, it's more than just, you know, just the player. It's, it's developing that that synergy, that chemistry between between quarterback and receiver. Um, and then, look, recently we've had, just had a rash of injuries on the whole line, and, and look, we rushed for um, you know 15 times for 1.9 yards per carry this week. That, it, look, it's, it's difficult to run the ball in our league, and it's super uh, even more difficult when you've had the number of injuries that we've had on an offensive line, and you're trying to shuffle people around. Um, look, it's not an excuse, but it's 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 just a fact. Um, and so those are the things that you know we've got to find a way to overcome. And the NFL made changes. I'm, I'm asking more about the process, not individual players, because this can be actually, you know, if you look at certain players. But last year in the NFL, if you went on IR, you would miss three games. And so in 2022, they moved it to four games, but you could only have eight activations. You could only bring a guy back. You could only bring him back no more than twice, but eight activations uh, in total. And it just feels like, and completely correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like that's the, that one game is kind of the sweet spot. Like three games, hey, put him on IR. Four games, uh, I don't know, maybe he could be back in four. I mean, so that's just, it feels like that's been a really tougher decision to make. It doesn't look like much on paper, three to four, but it feels like when you're trying to make that call, yourself and Coach Allen and the organization, that that one game feels like it's made a difference this year. Yeah, um, man, the circumstances are just so different 
because, you know, remember we had to deal with COVID a year ago. And so there, there were special rules relative to COVID that allowed, you know, unlimited activations, um, you know, for COVID. So there, there was just different, it was, there was just different circumstances a year ago. I do think, look, one thing that we have to keep in mind is, yeah, if you get put on reserve injured, uh, you have to be there at least four weeks. And yet we only have, from the practice squad, we only have three call-ups per player from the practice squad. So if you have, for example, if you have one, one running back on your, on your practice squad and you have a running back that you put on injured reserve for four weeks, you only, you only have that running back from your practice squad for three weeks, not four. And so there's just considerations when you're managing your roster um, and making sure that you have the, the right number of players uh, at each position um, and yet still give yourself an opportunity to get a guy back. Uh, you know, what you're hopeful is, is that a guy comes back in three weeks right? Uh, and not four. And yet, look, we're never going to put a player out there before they're ready to be uh, uh, ready to be out there. When we come back, the Rams come to town for the first time since that 2019 NFC Championship debacle. More with Mickey Loomis next. You're listening to The Saints Hour on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We are speaking with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis as the Rams come to town. Both teams desperate for a victory. I don't know that we could ever talk about the Rams, anyway, without talking about uh, 2018, this season, and 2019. And I, you know, we, we, we don't speak about it much. That's the first game that you played with the Rams, and that was November. Beat them 45-35. It's always tough to beat a, a team twice in one season, but it's been several years. I don't know if I'll, I'll ever get over the NFC Championship game. Like, if you ever see that game or highlights, do you ever – do you watch it? Do you not watch it? Do you just like, oh, I can't I can't take it. I, I can't look at it. Um, well, I haven't watched it since, you know, right the week after that season. But, look, we all know what happened. We all know that it was a, a blown call. And, and in my mind, it kept us from going to the Super Bowl. So, look, we had other opportunities to close out the game. So it wasn't like uh, – um, it wasn't like uh, uh, we did, still didn't have a chance, and yet uh, I'm pretty certain of what would have happened if, if the call would have been made. But, you know, that's, look, it's happened a long time ago. We've let it go. Um, it's, it'll be something I probably think about, when, like everyone else, you know, when I'm, when I'm retired and, and have a lot of time on my hands. But it doesn't really cross my mind right now. It has been a, a, a crazy season. We talk about this kind of a little bit each week, and I, I, we talk about it almost – not tongue-in-cheek, but, not, but because I, I know you guys don't look at it as, as excuses, but sometimes it just feels like like the ball goes right through Jarvis Landry's hands and it's always into the you know opponent's hands, like perfectly. And then the very next play, Najee Harris puts the ball on the turf, and it feels like, in, you know, in our world, like the ball's just laying there, and it's just like opportunities are there. But for whatever reason, I mean, the ball's not round. It's, it's oblong. It just has not bounced this team's way. I mean, it is what it is. Well, you know, I think that gets compounded by, 
by the amount of opportunities. And we just haven't created enough opportunities, um, whether it's tip balls or forced fumbles. We just haven't created enough for them to bounce our way. Uh, we need to create more of those. Um, because when, when you do get your hands on balls, when you do cause fumbles, then you're going to get your share of them. And, and when, you're, when you're not creating enough of those, then it feels like, you know, everything goes against you. And, and uh, we've got to make our own we got to make our own uh, um, opportunities. We can't wait for someone else to just hand us an opportunity. And it feels like I know that sometimes when, like, if you look at golf and you need to make a bunch of birdies and you're trying to press, you make try to make birdies, try to make birdies, kind of like kind of like getting turnovers. That if you sometimes if you press, it might impact your tackling, and you're 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 so focused on stripping the ball, maybe you know there's not a, a, a good enough job of bringing the guy down first which enables drives to continue so i would imagine there's it's somewhere in, in the in the middle there of trying to force and dictate turnovers with also good tackling yeah i think listen it, it really comes down to you just got to play fundamentally sound football and and uh both offensively and defensively and special teams and and not have lapses and and uh you know that's what that's what's required. That's what good teams do, and and that's what we've done in the past, and and that's what we need to do. We are speaking with Jonathan Vilma coming up after this, the former captain, team leader, now broadcasting with Fox Sports. He'll be doing your game on Sunday. When you look at him, and you look at like Demario Davis, and you could go through a lot of your kind of linebackers, but talk about Vilma and kind of he was a captain of that 2009 Super Bowl team, led the team in tackles that year. He just seemed like he was such a significant leader during that time. Yeah, look, we were, uh, you know, we've been fortunate here over the years. We've had great leadership in our locker room. And, and look, John Velma was, was one of those guys. He was, he was the leader of our defense, much like Breeze was the leader of the offense. And, um, you know, part of that leadership is creating, uh, you know, a, a competition within the team. And, uh, you know, he did a great job of, of doing that. He did a great job of, of uh, um, creating an atmosphere where we expected to win as opposed to hoping to win. Um, along with, you know, his play, the, you know, he looked, he was a good player, a really good player. Um, he made big plays for us. Um, and, but he made the players around him better. And, and uh, both, both through words and deeds, and uh, man, just one of one of um, one of our all-time favorite guys. He really is um, smart, really smart football player. I always used to kid him and tell him he was going to end up being a coach someday. And I think uh, being in the media and being a commentator is way easier. So he took the easy <laughs> route. Um, but but uh, he'd be he'd be fantastic coach. He actually, you know, John's just one of those guys that would be fantastic in any endeavor um, that that he chose. Seven games left. Still plenty of this season to play for. Good luck on Sunday with with the Rams. And, uh, you know, uh, winning doesn't cure all ills, but it certainly is a step in the right direction. Yeah, look, we just got to get one. Uh, And our focus needs to be on the L.A. Rams. And uh, then we go from there. All right, thank you. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you soon. Let's pause 10 seconds to let stations identify themselves here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. When we come back, he'll be part of the Fox broadcasting team for the Saints and Rams on Sunday. Former Saints linebacker Jonathan Vilma is next on the Saints Hour on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.